be really true and authentic to who you are. You don't have to be anyone else. It does this, this day is for you guys, not for any anyone else. And and I think we're really lucky nowadays that we've got so many options. And whilst there are still a lot of traditions and, and that's completely optional, you can you can be a little bit crazy. You can have like more colour through your flowers. You can go to have different venues. You can wear a suit as a, as a bride. Like you've got so many options. And, and I think that's what makes the day really beautiful is when it's true and authentic to who you both are. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the You and Me podcast. Today on the episode, we have the gorgeous Crystal Witt Moore, who um, got married in beautiful um, Byron. So thank you so much for joining us and coming on the podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you, ladies? Thank you. You are good. (laughs) So this is our take two of this episode because unfortunately we had it interviewed um, Crystal a couple of weeks ago, but the audio didn't yes. work, did it, Laura? <laughs> <laughs> not super. We're probably so not the most tech-savvy people. It's so all good. We're here now. <laughs> but would love to relive your wedding again. So looking forward to it. Um, so we might just kick off. Um, if you'd like to tell us about yourself. Yeah. Um, my name is Crystal and I've got two boys. Uh, one is that terrible age of like two and a half and my youngest is like three months um and previous to that I worked in luxury retail fashion great and um tell us a little bit about um how you met your partner oh Jake so we met um in Byron I was there for my 30th with a few of my girlfriends and he was there for a bucks and we kind of just met, I remember I was out for dinner for my, for my, it was on the night of my actual birthday and I was not keen. I'd had like this massive Italian meal and I was like, I just want to go home. I've had my feast. I've had my tiramisu. I'm done. And my girlfriend's like, no, I'm it's, full. yeah, it's your birthday. So I was like, fine. So we went to that, the uh, beach hotel and, and then, yeah, we met Jake there and, and here we are. Did he for, approach you? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, he'll say, he'll say otherwise. It depends on who you ask really. But, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was there with a, a few of his friends and I was there with mine and I don't know, we just kind of, yeah, hit it off. And then four years later, two kids and <laughs> we're married and all the rest, here we are. That it never happens like that. People do not meet out these days. No, that's what I find it really I strange. I think you're pretty much the first person, Bride, but... <laughs> we've interviewed who has said you spontaneously met out. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I think in the world of um, online dating and all the rest, it's it's an unusual story to tell, isn't it? <laughs> It is, yeah. It really is. old school. Yeah. You'd be like, back in my day. I know, I feel out, like a dinosaur um, now. <laughs> at a bar. <laughs> he came up to me and... He bought me a drink. <laughs> yeah. What? What's... What? Man, Why? buying you a drink? Yeah, it's happen? actually... I still remember like when he went to buy us a drink, we were whispering to my girlfriends, we're like, we'll get a stone and wood because we're normally wine drinkers, but we're like, no, we're going to be cool. We have beer. We're in oh, Byron yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah, Craft so Byron. Yeah. You've got to have a beer, right? Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be the cool girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so did you You guys, you guys met out, were you, when you realised, when you started dating and getting to know each other, yeah. did you, were you um, located close to each other or well, what, what's we, the story then? Well, even though we, yeah, we met in Byron, but I actually, at the time I was living um, in Randwick 
in Sydney and yeah. he was living in Cronulla. And to me, like, that's not that far away. But for him, that's like mm. over the bridge, that's the city. Oh, like he must you have can't really take that liked Shire boy yeah. out. <laughs> we, we always laugh about it. I was like, wow, you must have really liked me to pursue me to go over the bridge oh, and, and all the rest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like. I don't know. We yeah. That's, that was part of like the joke at our wedding. Actually, I was like, "Thank you for taking a chance with me and traveling over Tarrant Point Bridge and all the rest." <laughs> so you guys dated for a few years. Yeah, and funnily um, enough, Laura actually knows your partner. Yes. yes. Well, well, we worked, worked this out last time, yeah. didn't we? Such like, a small like, world. Small a, world. Oh, it's such a small world. I know. I know. And it was only after I was creeping through <laughs> your photos. I was yeah. like, Wait a minute. I know that face. <laughs> I know that face. Um. So you guys dated for how many years before Jake proposed? I don't know. Maybe it was like a oh. Year and a half, maybe two. I can't remember. Yeah, year and a half. Yeah, and maybe two. Did yeah. you like that's like still was that still kind of in the honeymoon stage yeah. of the relationship? Yeah, we did. Act- you have any idea that he was going to propose? No, no. We no. we like drunkenly chatted about it, but not soberly chatted about it. So I didn't really yeah, know. Yeah. I didn't know whether <laughs> it was legit and actually going to happen. But when he did propose, I was um, Nash. My eldest was actually like three months. So we were still in like newborn, like sleep deprived, kind of crazy. Like I didn't really know what day Mm. it was and all the rest. And Mm -mm. being a first time mum, I was still trying to take everything in and it was still kind of crazy and manic. So we'd spoken about rings and all the rest. And like I said, it was all all kind of drunk. So I didn't really know what was serious or not. But from what I understand is that he'd actually organised the ring. He picked it up and then he started panicking about how he was going to actually propose. And I think the whole process and that whole organised something just kind of, yeah, it got to him. And then eventually he was just like, okay, I'm just going to go get flowers and I'm just going to do it right now. So he proposed on like a Friday yeah. afternoon on his way home from work. And he just kind of called me and he was like, hey, can you come out the front? And I was like, oh, yeah, righto. And I went out the front and I could see him like holding flowers. And I was like, what has he done? He's done something bad. <laughs> yes. <gasps> Isn't that bad though? Yeah. Your automatic reaction if your partner's not this gushy romantic. Yeah. If they bring flowers, it's like, well, what'd you what, do? What did you do? Like, what'd what did you, you buy do? that I don't know about? Exactly. What have you booked that I don't, what, yeah. Yeah. What have what's you this done? The surf trip to the Mentowies or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I saw he was actually crying and I was like, Oh no. Oh wait. Oh wait. No, I get it. Okay. I know what's going on. Really, really fucked up here. Yeah. (laughs) So, and that, and yeah, it was beautiful. And it was, it's kind of surreal because it was like raining at the time. So it was all really beautiful. And I was holding like my Nash, who was three months at the, yeah, as well. And yeah, it was a really beautiful moment. And I was completely thrown. Do you know what though? I think it's one of those things that you, you, people can plan such elaborate, amazing proposals yeah. and they can have everything completely dialed down to the, you know, last rose petal where it's going to sit. But yeah. at the end of the day, like there's nothing more amazing than having it like come from the heart and be super meaningful and it be just you guys. Really genuine and, and, and yeah. You know, that's yeah, the thing. That's, it's like that's so good. I I can't imagine him like organizing like a bit. I don't know, going really grand. And I think if he did try and organize nah. something, I would have picked up on it. And I'm like, hey, wait a second, what's yeah. going on? Yes, mm. totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you're so in tune to them as well. Yeah. And you know, if they're suddenly yeah, suddenly <laughs> there's Booking dot com on yeah. their you know phones <laughs> and they're taking secret phone calls, you're like, ah, oh, you're sus. You're exactly. sus. Exactly. <laughs> so he proposed with shirt. beautiful Nash. <laughs> And then from there, what did you just jump? I mean, having a baby, having a little babe, yeah. it's totally, 
you've either got all the time in the world when yep. they're that young or you're just, you've got no time. So how did you then go about deciding when you were going to get married and, and where? Um, so he proposed, yeah, I think it was like November and then... It got to like by the time um, Christmas and New Year's and a couple of birthdays had gone past. I think it was in February, or whatever. And we were talking about the wedding, and then and then we we're like, oh, I don't know, but what if we have another kid and that sort of thing? So we ended up deciding to plan it in two months. Um, we picked like the last weekend of um, April, just when the when daylight sa- the last weekend of daylight savings, and yep. we'd found um, he'd actually found this venue, um, uh, Casamir in Crescent Head. And he was like, I think we should go here. And I was like, oh, no, I wanted something a bit more um, traditional, not traditional, but like a bit easier and more of a usual wedding type. And I was like, oh, this is a bit strange. Like, it's nice, but they've only had one wedding there and it was their own. And he was like, no, 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 come on, let's do it. It'll be fun. And then we planned the trip and went over there. And then once seeing the, the, the venue and everything, I was like, actually, we can make this happen and we'll make it so fun and so different. And yeah. And then we're like, yep, how, cool, let's how do it in two did months. you envision it to be kind of so fun and different? Um, like what I was think kind of the, the venue had just has so much character and is so different to anything like we'd seen. So it's just like almost like a little kind of surfy shack. And there's like a main house and then there's also like a, a, um, a studio that comes off it. And then there's like a beautiful bloodwood tree right in the middle, which is where we had our ceremony. There's like these um, fire pits, there's succulents everywhere. Just the way that they've decorated even the inside of the house is just the detailing. And yeah, it was just, it's just so different to anything that we'd ever seen. And also it didn't really require much work because it already had so much yeah. character and personality. You really didn't have to style it that much. Just We just added a few more flowers and candles and, and like um, and lighting and that was it. Yeah. And so how did you how did you guys find the spot? Is it a wedding venue or was it someone's private property that they're now doing weddings? Yeah, or? it's actually someone's property and you can like uh, rent out, I guess, like as an Airbnb. And yeah, okay. we and we were just like, actually, let's approach them and see if we can have our wedding there. They'd had their own yes. wedding there. The owners did. And I can't, maybe that was a couple right. of months beforehand. Um, so we knew that there was the potential to hold like a lot of people there. Um, and we just chatted to them and that, and they were really cool and really chilled. And, and it was really nice chatting to them because it was almost like just chatting to your friends. Like it wasn't, yeah, super, not like professional, but we just, it felt really casual and they were really understanding and supportive. Yeah. I can't believe you organized a wedding in such a short (laughs) period of time. With a baby. With a baby. Neither can I. And the venue was free, which is insane yeah as well to think that you could have booked it so quickly yeah uh, which doesn't generally happen yeah but you obviously you know had quite a limited amount of time to plan it so run us through like the planning process and how you found supplies like did you send out invites straight away like we yeah kind of come together so once we'd secured the venue we sent through um the invite straight away and we just did it via paperless post because we just thought that was the easiest and that sort of thing and Mm. even then we weren't really sure as to how many people we actually come with such short notice and we how many did you how many did you have in the end we so we invited 150 and we yep. had 120 come. Oh, and that's pretty beautiful. good. Yeah. I, I, did, I didn't think we'd get that many. And it was funny because like with Paperless Place, as soon as you send out the invitation and we could just see like the numbers ticking through straight away and we're like, oh, wait, <laughs> oh, no, I think it's going to be bigger than one. What have Yeah. Um, so once we secured the venue, we, we figured out numbers. Um, and then most importantly, I had to start looking for a dress, really. 
Yes, two months, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, with vendors, um, I brought my hair and makeup up and I brought the mm-hmm. photographer up. They were both from Sydney. Um, our mm-hmm. caterer was from Sydney as well, but pretty much everyone else was all local. And were they rec- your, the sub- local suppliers? Were they recommendations from the venue, or were they? Had you just seen them on Instagram, or how did you go about finding them? It was a bit of a mix. So through the venue, they recommended um, a, like a Salt and Wildflowers, who were like a, um, event planners, but also stylists and that sort of thing. So we worked with them for yep. a bit, um, and they came through with a bit of the suggestions. But also, I just um, googled quite a bit and just looked at um, yeah. yeah. And who around yeah. the local? Because um, even though Crescent Head's a really small town, there's still like Port Macquarie, which is kind of nearby as well. And if it's kind of halfway between, I guess, um, Byron and Sydney. So if you wanted to um, bring any other vendors in, even Newcastle's not that far away. So there, we still had a few options. Did you um, get every supplier that you wanted initially? Or did you have to kind of dig around for second options and third options and things? The, we. I think we got every everyone that we wanted, yeah. That's so Somehow, crazy. Yeah, Two it's months weird. to go. You know, generally you think you've got to book everyone in, you know, in 12 months prior thinking yeah. that they'd all be booked out. So it's pretty pretty good that yeah, you, everyone know, you got was everyone really that you wanted. I'm trying to think. I think with the – and I think everyone was really good in terms of accommodating to like the, the vision of what I had in mind as well. Um, like the yeah. florist that we had was local. She was just from um, – she was from Kempsey, but – I think what, we, what the direction that we went to was fairly different to what she'd done in the past, but she totally nailed the brief and it was, it was amazing. Yeah. I was blown away. I was really happy. That's so good. It's giving the vendors a chance to actually create, I yeah. think, is when you get your best, the best results. So you've got these, <laughs> these manic two months before you get married. Yep. How did you go about you've secured your vendors yep. which yeah is a total feat in itself but your dress how did you where did uh, you even start had you had an idea of what you maybe wanted beforehand or? I'd had I'd had a, uh, I'd had an idea I guess because it was a, a, a beachy town I knew it was something quite relaxed although I could have if I if I had the chance I would have had 20 dresses if I would if I wanted to because there were so many that I yeah. loved it was very easily yeah. done but I guess it was more narrowing it down <laughs> and, and picking what's appropriate for your day and and the venue and everything um mm-hmm. I guess I kind of looked at it sounds strange but I kind of looked at my in my wardrobe and looked at my favorite pieces and looked at the necklines and all the detailing and I'm like what do That's I love and what idea. do I feel most comfortable in um mm. and then I also thought about what I was wearing when I first met Jake and I remembered I had like this little cami on and I like you couldn't really wear a bra with it. And it was um, it was just really relaxed and everything. And I was like, you know, I could wear something that along those lines. And that's where I ended up having the slip dress that I had. Um, but oh, I, I love that. Yeah. But then I also still did um, the bridal fittings. Like I went to, I still went to bridal stores and tried on a few gowns yeah. just because I thought, you know, it might not be what I actually have in mind. But when am I ever going to have the chance to do this again? And I did yeah. that with a local bridal store and then I also did that at David Jones, which was actually so much fun, especially with your girlfriends and champagne and, and, and yeah, trying all different shapes and going for the big puffy dresses. It's just fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And so you settled, you settled on a slip dress. Yes. So I got... So full length? Yeah. So it was a Michael Lasorto dress, which I, I just loved because I... I'd worn one of his camis to like a, um, New Year's a couple of years back and I remember feeling amazing in that and it was the neckline was really similar. So I was like, cool, I can just have this as a dress. Amazing. Um, and it had a beautiful split on one side and amazing, um, I guess, crossback strap details and 
I know I just loved it from every angle all around and I knew they'd be really great with the photos and everything it was really fluid and yeah and so there was no issues getting the dress in the time frame that you needed it in. yeah I actually bought it directly through Michael Lasorto um so I pretty much had it like within a week and then did you have to get it um uh, fitted? Yeah, I did because I'm yeah. a lot shorter than the models that they shoot it on. So I, I went <laughs> in, in terms of sizing, I was probably between like a six and eight at the time, but I bought an eight. So I'd have the extra fabric and I could get it taken in, um, specifically for me. I had to like get the straps yeah. up and also through the torso and, and a lot of the length taken up. But then I think that's also really important. If you get like the, like a really, really good tailor, it just makes yes. the fit so perfect and makes all the difference because I just think of what the dress fitted on me when I first got it compared to afterwards. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I didn't, I wouldn't have thought that you order a size up in the dress as well to think that you then get it fitted because I've yeah. got a few friends that are looking at like Netta Porter um, for their wedding dresses, just wanting like plain satin slips as well. Um, and that's a really good hot tip yeah. to go up a size and then get it tailored and taken into yeah I think especially with slip dresses if they're a little bit on the smaller side it's not very forgiving so I was like yeah it's cool if I just have it if I've got that extra centimeter on each side then it just gives me a bit more to play with without yeah so I'm just gonna ask like going on from your suppliers it sounds like it was pretty smooth with the suppliers that you chose yep. when you were choosing them did you have like has did were there any that you just knew you needed to have so you said you brought your hair and makeup up from Sydney and your photographer yep yep so I brought um Joe up I just I don't know I was I just didn't like the idea of I, I don't really like wearing a lot of makeup in general um, and yeah. I'd seen what she'd done in terms of editorial, but also for other people at events. And a lot of my friends had used her as well. And it just, it's a, a little bit that no makeup look, but at the same time, you're just kind of naturally glowing. And that's what she really mm. nailed the brief there. Um, and then in terms of oh, photographer, yeah, I, I always had Lucy in mind and I was so lucky that she was free because um, she was just incredible. And mm. yeah, so she... Like I got, I don't even understand how I got her on the day and everything, but that was really great. I'm trying to think of who else. The, the caterer, I I think I just I came across him and I was like, oh, I like this guy because he had a really good focus on in terms of working with um the local suppliers in term and um and what was in season at the time and and everything. I, I think and, and yeah. sustainability and and everything. So I was really I, I was really lucky. <laughs> Yeah, that's good though. Sometimes it just you just kind of fall on your feet and it's meant to be. And I think the only hard yeah. part, I guess, was some of the actually only hard part was the um, in terms of hiring like marquees and and getting a few extra tables and chairs. A lot of them were really booked out, so I did have to really look around there. But uh, yeah, they were fine. Lovely. So um, run us through your wedding day. So uh, when did you tie the knot? What was the vibe? Um, and recall the flow of the day for us. Yeah. So I stayed, um, the night before in the main house at the venue and I was staying there with my family. So my mum was with us and my, uh, my little sister who was, I guess, kind of like my maid of honor, even though we didn't have bride bridesmaids on the day. So we, I just said, it was really nice. Just had a little pamper session the night before with my mum and my sister and like face masks and robes and all the rest. 
Um, and in the morning we all got, got ready together, which was really beautiful. I still had like Nash with me running around, but it was really nice getting ready at the venue. And then where I was, you could kind of oversee on the balcony. I could see everything kind of unfolding. So we'd had like a friend of ours had, had made the structure of the arbor, but then I could see our florists kind of creating the, um, the floral installation. And that was amazing. And then just seeing all the tables come out and yeah, that was really, really exciting. Yeah, because most times um, couples don't get to see the evolution of what the venue was to what it is when you walk in. Yeah, so I could see all the lights set up and all the rest. And then we, I guess ours was prob- our ceremony was probably a little bit later in the day. I guess we were at 3 o'clock. I feel like that's a little bit okay. later compared to others. So that was when our ceremony was, and that was on the at the venue underneath um, this massive bloodwood tree, which was really beautiful. It was meant to rain. The 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 whole week in the lead up to it, that day was meant to rain, and it was just the most amazing, amazing day. Did it rain? No, nope, nothing. No, nothing at all. It was <gasps> it was actually perfect. Like just the light and everything that had come through. And then we had, we just had the, the drinks at the same venue and everything and then all, had all the lights set up. So there were fire pits spread out everywhere, like um, cane chairs and, and then the, we had a cheese board for the afternoon. And so for your, because it was at an Airbnb, well, a house, and it wasn't a specific wedding venue, did you guys sit down for food or dinner or did you have it cocktail style? Um, I guess it was almost kind of a bit of a mix of both. We just had tables spread out everywhere and I had these um, really big bronze um, candelabras and everything. And then you just kind of got it yourself as such. And there, um, yeah. our caterer had all different meals and, and different um, beautiful dishes and that sort of thing. But you could sit wherever you wanted. So it was quite relaxed. But yeah, I, I guess it was more filling as to what a, a cocktail <laughs> catering normally is in comparison, I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no little, um, how do you say it? Orders, yeah. I just end up getting way too drunk when I have them. So it's like we need to actually have like proper meals. There's nothing better than like a little box of fish and chips or something like that. You know, like they're not full plated meals, but they're those teeny tiny little boxes that feel as if you fill them up. So, okay. So you got married mid afternoon and then because you guys didn't have to leave and go to a separate reception venue, did, did you and Jake go and get photos or did you stay with your guests and enjoy a cocktail off you? We we had fam uh, we had photos of our family straight after the ceremony un- under the same tree, which was fun, and and with oh, our nice. friends, and then pretty much um, like a three minute five minute drive away was the actual beach. So that's where we had the photos um, of just us, yeah. And that didn't take too long because we didn't have a bridal party; it was just us, and yeah. And the, again, the light and everything was just perfect. It was perfect, and it's that like, gosh, we've spoken to so many brides, and it's that hour after your ceremony that you actually want to enjoy it with your guests, and you want to have a cocktail, and you want to stay there, and that's kind of when all the excitement starts to amp up a little bit. You know, the ceremony is done. Yeah. The not that is always pressure at the ceremony, but that kind of formality is done, and then now it's you know, yeah, we can relax. Where was um Where was Nash at this point? Um, at this point, I think, I think it was his nap time. So he was with my family. Oh, perfect. So he had quick family photos, exhausting. And then he went and had a sleep and then we, we went off and had our photos. And that's when, um, after that, I guess we came back. I can't even remember what time it was. We came back and then I changed into my reception dress and we just had, yeah, uh, I think 
we have, I don't even remember if we had speeches before. Yeah, maybe before dinner. <laughs> I can't remember. And was your reception dress different, super different to your ceremony dress? I was a, it was a Dion Lee dress. So it was um, strapless and I guess it was more like sort of like an ankle length um, and it was kind of sheared and pleated at the bottom, but then there was like a, a longer bodice through the torso sort of thing. I'd had my eye on this dress for so long and I just had no events to wear it to. And because it was white, it's, it's so hard. You like, it's, you can't, it's really hard to find a white, beautiful dress to wear to any other event. Um, yeah, so I was like, yep, yeah. cool, perfect. I've got this. And it was really fun because I guess the structure of it was probably a little bit more that touching on the more traditional sort of bridal style, but it was still really mm-hmm. fun to dance to. In, and um, I felt really comfortable in as well. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. And what were your favorite details, do you think, of your wedding? I mean, it's so it's so hard to pick one, but what, what was a detail that after all is said and done that still stands out as one of the biggest? Um, I kind of love the florals. I loved all the yeah. flat. Yeah, that, I think because I was quite particular about that. I, re- I really, really wanted orchids for the day yes. and um, and it was, yeah, and just to to style it in a way that suited the venue and and with my bouquet and everything. But I thought that, yeah, that was probably my favourite. And you had mostly white flowers? Yeah, yeah. So we had, um, yeah, it was all kind of orchids, but then there was um, like white roses as well and then lots of like dried palms. So it's all really lots of beautiful neutrals and white. And we just tried to keep it really soft, I guess, again, so it wasn't um, clashing, I guess, with the with the with the venue because that had so much character. Yeah. And do you have any regrets or disasters from the wedding? Uh, no, no regrets, no disasters. No. No. I mean, there's always a few little things that don't go to plan, but to be honest, it doesn't. In in the big scheme of things, all the amazing things totally outshine it, and no one notices. No one notices no, it no. except for <laughs> you might, but then you just kind of have another drink and you get past it and it's fine anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and so after you've, you've, you know, this like it's amazing, Crystal, to think about it. I mean, some people plan this for their whole life. Some people have a two-year-long engagement and, you know, you guys have just been able to have the most magical day in two months. Is there anything now that you're married, is yep. there any piece of advice or any suggestions that you could give brides-to-be or people going through this journey now yep. that will, uh, you know, help them? Yeah. Um, I think just just be really true and authentic to who you are. You don't have to be anyone else. It does this, this day is for you guys, not for any anyone else. And and I think we're really lucky nowadays that we've got so many options. And whilst there are still a lot of traditions and, and that's completely optional, you can you can be a little bit crazy. You can have like more colour through your flowers. You can go to have different venues. You can wear a suit as a, as a bride. Like you've got so many options. Yeah. And, and I think that's what makes the day really beautiful is when it's true and authentic to who you both are. Yeah. Yeah. And I, your wedding was certainly true and authentic. <laughs> we don't know you personally. We're not friends with you, but you can just tell that it's, it was truly something that, you know, you and your partner wanted and it really was, you know, a reflection of who you are as a couple. Yeah. Which I think like you don't see so often. I think people tend to get carried away, um, you know, by what they say on Instagram or Pinterest, yeah. but it just seemed really, you know, who the both of you were and what you exactly wanted to. And that's probably perhaps why you had no regrets or yeah. anything like that because it was truly you. Yeah. And I think because 
when it is like really who you are, you you feel really comfortable on the day, and it shows in the photos as well. Like yeah, you're not yeah. yeah awkwardly yeah, you just feel okay. yeah having the best day. Well, I absolutely loved your wedding. I think it's been one of the favorite favorite weddings I've posted. <laughs> Um, on the bridal journey like it truly has it's it it is very me and my partner as well like he's a surfer and something that we would also want so uh when we get married next year you might be seeing some of yeah, your wedding yeah absolutely in our, um, <laughs> wedding but uh, yeah it was absolutely a pleasure to interview you um oh, thank you thank Thanks you for, for doing me. it for the second time <laughs> yay no it was good to chat again but it was beautiful we loved reliving it again Thank you. Thank you. All right, Crystal. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, ladies. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the You and Me podcast. If you're after any of the suppliers mentioned in today's episode, you can head on over to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast and jump into our episode release where we've tagged all these incredible suppliers featured in this interview. If you're a bride or groom and would like to chat to us about having your wedding featured on the You and Me podcast, you can send us a submission DM to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast titled Real Couple Submission or message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the You and Me podcast. Leaving reviews, rating the episodes, sharing the love with all your loves and subscribing to our podcast really helps us to continue producing the amazing content designed just for you. So don't be shy. You can also follow our ordinary lives with Andy over at The Bridal Journey and Laura at Wonderlust Creative. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining.